Welcome to Elevated Insights, the podcast that takes you on a journey of personal growth. Join us each week as we explore how to overcome challenges, embrace opportunities, and transform your life. I'm your host, Val Hunting, and each week I speak with Angie Tumlinson, the thought leader and CEO of Elevate You Institute. Angie Tumlinson is a master of the transformative process and brings a fresh perspective to the outdated coaching paradigm. We hope you enjoy this podcast and look forward to exploring many opportunities and ideas with you. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Elevate insights. I always want to say elevate you. That's why I stumble over that word because <laughs> that's the name of your company because I'm with Angie Tumlison, the CEO of Elevate You. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Val. <laughs> and um, I'm excited about today's episode. Um, yeah, It's entitled Reclaiming Connections. Um, mm-hmm. Very important. So I'll kick it over to you. Well, I, I came across a, a little TikTok and I, it really stopped me in my tracks, to be quite honest. But the gentleman was talking about, you know, why would you want to go through life suffering? And why would you want to put all your attention on the suffering? And the person that he was talking to, um, the, the guy said, because there's something inside us that's been dying for a while. And he talks about this in that what we really long for is we really long for connection yeah and there's there's just something inside us that dies and he gave this really great illustration about you know in his 20s he walked you know across the himalayas and you know he said how did i know that there was something that was you know i thought i'd go across the himalayas many many times and you know, that was the last time that part of me has died, you know, yeah. and we have lots of deaths over time of things that we did. And, and we connected with that, we had a connection with it. And I think as we go along in life, connections to things have really, really died off in a lot of us. Oh, and good. it's, yeah, it's reclaiming some of those ideas. And so I thought, the, the question that he asked is that, is that, <clears throat> the question that he asked is when when did all of this die and how can you reclaim it yeah. so things that we do in this lifetime we go through thousands of deaths in our lifetime yeah. you know because of this was the last time you ever did this and you know when's the last time that you you know i i was thinking about i you know you and i grew up in libby libby montana and you know, I haven't been back there forever. And yeah. I don't know if I'm ever going to go, you know, on some of the, you know, like the three lakes or whatever. I don't know if I'm ever going to go hiking like that again. Yeah. Remember when we used to backpack All and we would go yeah. with goats? Did you ever go with the goats? Backpacking yeah, with the goats? Oh, absolutely. Like we, well, we had the big sheep, you know, right across from our house and we used to go and hike those same rocks and things. I, I couldn't do that today. There's no way. I broke my yeah. ankle. I'm yeah. physically fit enough, but I broke my ankle, which causes me problems on some of that terrain. So, um, and I used to love to hike and I may have had my last, you know, challenging, I know I have, you know? Yeah. 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 And it's, it's yeah. crazy to think that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, there's lots of things that I did in the past, you know, like even uh, as we're driving down, my daughter and I were talking about, um, sorry, I'm in Spokane, I'm visiting my sister. And uh, 
we were talking about, you know, growing up in church and everything and, and that church is just not something that I attend anymore. It doesn't mean that I think it's wrong or anything like that. It's just, you know, I've, I've, I'm experiencing new things. I'm having new ideas, new experiences. And there's a part of my life that that was very, very important to me. And the relationship that I have with uh, God or the infinite intelligence, whatever you want to call it, source, doesn't, to me, it, no longer does it matter what you call it. It's just knowing that there's something that is greater than what we know of ourselves right now. And I, I definitely believe in that. I Some people call it energy. It doesn't matter. But the the part of going to learn about that every single Sunday and every single Wednesday, you and I were both the last people out the door. Our families were the last people out yeah. the door. <laughs> First people to open up the door and the last people to leave. Right. And uh, so whenever the door was open, we were there. But if you think about it, we would go to church on Sunday morning, Sunday night. We'd have a potluck in the middle of the day. You know, we would do a Wednesday night Bible yeah. study as well. And just... Then we had teen night, and oh my goodness, our whole life was centered around going to church. But when I was talking with my daughter about this, and I said, you know, there's one thing that I really do miss at church, and that was the time when we would sing together. We would have a worship time, yeah. and we would sing. Yeah. And there aren't, and we used to do that every single Sunday and Wednesday. And there are not very many experiences in the world where you stand with a group of people and sing, other than maybe the national anthem. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Um, yeah. Man, I think singing, you know, because the thing about church as well is that you know i've been in many choirs these are fellow musicians you know yes yeah about church is that it didn't matter if you had a good voice or not everybody sang like there was not a single person who didn't sing the hymns it didn't matter you know and i think that was an that was another special thing about it you know was that it wasn't um you, you didn't have to have singing skills to join in, you know, yeah. and everybody just learned these songs. People yeah. would sing harmony without, they wouldn't be able to go outside the church and do that in any other piece of music, but they could no. do that. And it was beautiful. And, you know, cause obviously in our church, we thought that singing music with musical instruments was a sin. <laughs> Street Hell, if you sing with a musical instrument, and yet both you and I played instruments. Hilarious. We were rebels even back then. Um, But, you know, we learned four-part harmony, and I was thinking, as I was talking to my daughter, Malia, I was telling her that, um, you know, in the car, we lived 10 miles out of town, and so we would always sing in the car. We would do you know, yeah. harmonies in the car. Yeah. So my brother and sister and mom, uh, we would, we would all sing. And I said, you know, we don't do that. They, we did a little bit when our kids were little, when we went to church yeah. and then we sort of stopped doing it. And so anyhow, she's on her way, uh, to go to a series of concerts. She loves concerts. And she said, that's what concerts do for me. Yeah. She yeah. loves going and she says, I love being in audiences, especially she has a, a band that she really likes. Um, well, I hope she doesn't get mad at me for talking about this. But <laughs> she loves Greta Van Fleet. I don't know if you know. of Greta Oh, Van yeah, Fleet. I know Greta. yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, she loves, she loves, loves listening to them. And so she goes to their concerts. So anyway, 
she's she said i love being able to go to that and she loves going to different ones too she was just telling me about she went to the gorge and uh joni mitchell was there and um oh i can't remember her name um Anyhow, it was just a remarkable concert. She said it was just, it was almost a theory. I saw stuff online. I'm a huge Joni Mitchell fan. I think she's yeah. a legend. Yeah. You know, yeah. interesting because I had a visitor this week who was Dan Young, who lives in New Zealand, mm-hmm. who is the guitarist, you know, for the band that we had together, Indicator Dogs. And about, you know, connections, you know, we have an incredible creative connection. Like he, his fingers could just like stumble across the fretboard and I'd be like, Oh, what's that? I hear something, you know? And, um, and we just had like a very, that I haven't had with any other musician when I've been writing music. And it's the same thing. It's like, will we ever write music together again? We live in two separate countries, you know? Um, He sent me some stuff in audio files um, which I haven't worked on in a while, but it's it's almost like it's it's so different from not actually having him in the room to that it's it's more difficult for me for some reason, you know. But again, like that's he's like a brother to me. That there were there was a time in my life where we never went a day without speaking several times a day, and now you know months will pass and we won't speak, and you know, and I think connections with friends that does happen, and you don't, you know, there is a it's not that our friendship has died, but there's an aspect of our connection that has died, you know? Yeah. It, it really is a, a, such an interesting thing about connections and vibration. And the thing about singing is that, especially when you have something very spiritual or something that's very, very guiding you and you're in a room with other people and you all join together in that vibration and in a point of gratitude or worshipfulness, it is just amazing. And, you know, when I was talking to Malia, she was saying, you know, I feel the same way when I'm at a concert and I'm really grateful for the artists and what they do. And, and that connection with people, this is why she travels and she travels and she does these things because she loves the connection. And I, I started thinking about how can we reclaim it? Well, interestingly enough, when I got here uh, to my sister's house, she had some guests over. They were going to go to dinner. And so they came over for cocktails. And so anyhow, all of a sudden, out of the blue, this is so wild, out of the blue, uh, my sister said, which I think is so bizarre because it must have been lingering energy. I don't know. But my sister said to the couple that was there, he really loves my sister's voice. And he said, I'm going to do something that I never normal. I never do this for you. And she said, my sister and I actually, we sing, we, we can sing. And all of a sudden she said, would you be okay singing a hymn? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) She and I haven't sang together forever. And so like the two of your voices, very, I have the same the same connection with my birth sister. When we sing together, it's yeah. um, can't tell who's doing what part because we're so yeah. And I feel the that about you as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we sing, um, we sing. Uh, it is well with my soul, which was oh, my mother's favorite hymn. 
you know, and anyhow, it, it was so funny. When we were done. We looked at one another. We were like, we haven't done that forever. But even when you came, when you flew out to my house uh, for my yeah. birthday, we hadn't seen one another for so long. And then we just sang a sang, and it was just yeah. like nothing. Yeah, like nothing. exactly. Exactly. And I think that connection, that vibrational connection, I think when sometimes, so now I want to get to the serious part. This haven't <laughs> done all that out. Uh, but, but the serious part is, is that sometimes when love is lost, we have a hard time going back and reclaiming love again. Or yeah. a time in our life where we had a, a job or a career or something and it was really, really going well and then something went sideways and that part of us died and we start disconnecting because of pain and and because of suffering (laughs) and we don't allow ourselves to reclaim it and find attachment and find meaning again you know like for you and i singing back then was just singing it was just harmony it was just vibration and as we get older some of those hymns really have meaning to them and you know i'm I, I have a different feeling about myself now. So it's not so much back then it was just about the music, which was great. I, I appreciate that. But now it's really about a different, a different meaning for me, but I still have that connection. And I think sometimes when we have lost at love or we've been hurt, we shut ourselves off and we don't take the wisdom that we used or wisdom that we learned and we apply it to a new experience. We yeah. tend to apply the pain. And so this is what causes yeah. us to not have connection. We, we, you know, we stopped doing it. He even went so far as to say, maybe part of the reason that we've lost connection is because we're on our electronic devices and phones so much that, that, dopamine of of looking at things and like we he said we have a phone and yet, people's brains yeah. yeah yeah we have a phone but yet we don't call anyone yeah we're, that was really profound to me you know we have a phone but we don't call so we're at we're at this and then we look up at people and we we're going up and down and up and down and we're we're losing connection with people because we're connected to our phones or to electronic devices and that will never give us back um, like even watching that and being able to discuss it with you to me is, is so wonderful. Well, exactly. I mean, and I I think, um, I miss, I, I know because we, I don't actually socialize with a lot of people, you know, very often. And again, there was a time in my life, you know, college or whatever, and almost daily you would be involved in, very deep and meaningful discussions with several different people. You know, there were just forums where you would just um, converse, you know, about ideas, opinions, you know, whatever is going on. And I think I really miss that. I really miss having that connection with a variety of people. Um, You know, it gives you empathy. Obviously you see other people's point of view and I think we're, we're losing that as well. I think, you know, people are, are actually losing the ability to connect deeply in conversation with people. Yeah. 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 I think they are too. <clears throat> I think you can spend your whole time on TikTok and feel like you've spent time with people, but really you haven't connected. 
No. You haven't really done a connection. And, you know, one of the things when, when COVID happened, I had already had a business online. I had already done yeah. my whole business through Zoom and everything. So I didn't have a big, um, a big thing that happened for me during COVID. It yeah, continued. It was, it was great. Um, but I can tell you one thing I stopped doing is I did stop going to events. I yeah. stopped going to live events. And so I've started creating live events again for myself. And so we did one in Toronto uh, a couple of months or month, month or so ago. And then I'm getting ready to go to Ireland and do one as well. And I, I want to start planning these and I'm doing one maybe once a quarter or something that I'm traveling yeah. somewhere, giving myself an experience, connecting with people in a way that I haven't connected before. I do it on a daily basis. I never realized how I do it on a daily basis. I have a, this is so bizarre. Do you want to hear how bizarre this is? I do. I have a reading group that I've been doing for so many years. I'm going to say five or six years and it's called Rise and Shine. I, I was part of that group at some point yeah. and I hope to join again when I'm done. <laughs> but what we do is that it's so bizarre. How many places do you come together and read a book? We read it. We yes. read the book online together and it's about connection. And I, you know, I read, it really is my study time and people would say, what are you studying? I want to study what you're studying. And so I just started doing this reading group and finally one day, uh, one of the people that was helping me market myself said, you need to call that a group. We need to start calling it a group. And, yeah. and, and so I did, I monetized it. I called it a group. It's $97 Canadian. Oh my word. Like for a <laughs> month of five days, you know, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Pacific standard time, you can go onto my website and join if you want to, but we read books. And then when it's only half an hour each day, we read a little bit and then we discuss, we yeah. have a bit of discussion. And I mean, I, I was part of it for a while when you were giving me some one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one coaching and, um, you know, I think that's, it, that is also really good because if you're reading a book yourself, oftentimes, you know, someone else will have another insight yeah. about that passage or what, you know, particularly when you're dealing with books on expansion and, you know, expanding yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, I found that group so insightful and so amazing because yeah. people from all different walks of life, you know, would get something different out of it that I wouldn't have, you know, and I loved that. We might only get through like a paragraph, you know, that's what I really loved about it because yeah. I think that's, that's the important part too about connection with people is that yeah. everyone's experience is not the same and everyone's, mm -hmm. um, you know, insights are not the same. And, you know, we're really missing out on a collective wisdom <laughs> You know, we are, we really, yeah. really are. Yeah. It's, um, it's something where I'm really grateful for some of these books and some of the masters, what they mastered, what they mastered enough to write out and put thought really complex issues that they, uh, about, you know, thought and about soul experiences, not soul experiences, but about you expanding yourself. And so I really do read, uh, personal development books is what I read. And I, yeah. I don't, I'm not so much, I don't really, I don't really read a lot of, I, I would say more modern. I, I like to read more. Well, I mean, modern, that's relative term, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I love to read books by, you know, 
Troward and um, Neville Goddard and, you know, Bob Proctor's book or uh, Brian Proctor wrote a wrote a book called My Father Knew the Secret. And that's the book that we're reading right now. And it's very profound because he talks about Bob, um, about how his father had connection with his mother, always made sure that he had connection with his mother and how he made connection for his children. And so Brian has done that with his family is made connection. And, you know, I've often thought about Bob always wanted to help kids. He always wanted to help kids and he didn't really, he he did a few things, but not a lot. But what I really appreciate is I think Brian really solved the the issue of how to how to help parents with yeah. their kids. I honestly do because he was able to talk about his experience with his dad, what his dad taught him, and then his experience with his own children, yeah. and um, even to the point of his grandmother. And so those things, you know, you can sort of live vicariously through what he's talking about. And it's really even improved my relationship with my own daughters already. And uh, I really think what he's trying to do is get you to understand, you know, the meaning, the meaning of life has gone away because we've lost connection with our history and our story. And, and that's what these books do for me. And I just think it's very, very important to reclaim connection and to grow through it as well you don't stay there you proceed out of it into new and exciting things but if you are not grounded in something and that's what i think you know i i love tiktok man i am not even gonna sit here and tell you that i don't (laughs) i do love it uh i love people are so inventive people are i mean because tiktok for me like i felt like that was an explosion that happened over covid you know, most of my, most of my things I watch are, you know, dogs, of course, because I love dogs. But, um, you know, I also, I love dance, anything to do yeah. with dance, you know, and, um, and there's a lot of, you know, really funny people that have kind of emerged. And, you know, I, I love, I feel like the way that we've been living our lives, you know, I, and I think this is where online and technology has really unleashed a great part of us in terms yeah. of creativity and uh, freedom to express and, mm-hmm. um, you know, get it, get it out there. You know, you right. don't, no, you no longer have to be a closet comedian hoping one day that you might <laughs> go to a, you know, open mic night or something. You can just record little things and, and get an audience, you know, and those things, music, everything, those things are amazing. Um, and I think, I think reclaiming because our phones aren't going to go away. So how to reclaim connection uh, in, in this environment that we find ourselves in? I think I, I believe, and I, I try and talk to people that I'm studying with is take that idea out in the world, find a way. So it might be looking at your community. Even the other day, my husband and I went to, um, a little a little farm thing in our community called Davidson Orchard. I think I took you there. Oh yeah. Davidson Orchard. Yeah. yeah. So we went we went to Davidson Orchard, uh just he and I and then we met our family there. And it's where you go buy, you know, fruits and vegetables and they have farm animals there that you can go feed the goats and uh, you know, eat great food there. And uh, we went we went there together and Matt Matt and I got there before our kids did and um, our kids 
our adult children. <laughs> <laughs> They're always going to be our kids. Uh, but we just were sitting there and I said to him, I looked at him and I said, this is really great. We haven't connected like this in a long time. Yeah. Of just going out, you know, I brag, 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 but I love the house that we live in and yeah. I love the environment that we're in. And so I don't ever want to leave because it's just gorgeous. It's a special place. It's yeah. very, very special. But you know, those moments of going somewhere else and being in a different environment and connecting with different people, I ran into people I haven't seen for a long, long time. Yeah. And just got to say, hello, how are you? And, you know, um, it was really, really a profound thing. You know, coming down here even to see my sister, uh, my daughter could have come by herself and it would have been fine. But I really, for me, I really felt the need to connect with my sister and my brother. So I'm actually going to, I haven't really seen my brother, I think, in two years. Oh, wow. Um, so, I mean, we talk every six months or so, but I talk with my sister more often. Uh, I think because my sister and my daughter have a connection as well. But, um, well, and she's fantastic. But I'm going to I'm gonna go see my brother. And so I talked with him and he said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm really wanting connection as well. I think we're coming out of the fog of it all. Do you know? Yeah, I think... Um I would agree. I think, I think people are, are craving that, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I feel, you know, cause there, again, there was a time in my life where there was not a day I didn't go outside and I find, you know, I live, I live in a comfortable place in Toronto and there would be a couple, you know, a few days can go by and I'm like, man, I haven't even been outside this building, you know, yep. and I start to feel a bit stale and, um, you know, and, and one of the things that I am really missing, cause I obviously, as we were saying, big connection to nature, right. Yeah. Growing up in Montana, how blessed were we to have that environment where the mountains and river, just we just out. thought it was just the way of life. We just thought I it was the woods. We didn't know it was a spiritual connection. That's what I love about we Man. didn't know that's what it was. That's what it was. I mean, I never took it for granted. I always was just awestruck by Montana and the beauty and, and, and living there. And what I and that's one of the reasons that I took up cycling as well is because it's a lot of time outside. But there, it, it's it's still not the same. So this weekend, in fact, today we're heading up to uh, one of Mike's buddies. Uh, cottages on the lake and we went there last year and I remember last year it was so profound for me because it was just you know right in nature I felt so very changed by the end of the weekend you yeah. know and it was a feeling that I really wanted to preserve and um, I think that's a big impact on humans you know not being able to connect to nature because then it just I don't know it's like it is another death and then we don't treat it with respect. We don't, yeah. we should be up in arms about, you know, some of the stuff that goes on and the destruction that goes on, you know. Well, think about this. During COVID, how many people went back to baking and making things at home? And yes. We yes. lost the connection of that because yeah. we're in such a fast paced, fast food, want it now kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, it was interesting when we came here in 
like I said, my sister went out to dinner. And so we had to, she had something for, um, for us to make. And what was so funny is she, um, we went to go find something else to add to it you know, to add to the meal. And anyhow, I said, is there like chips or something like that? And Lori or Malia said, no, there's no chips. You have to make everything in Aunt Lori's house. You don't, <laughs> you don't get to have something like that. You know, everything in her house you have to make from scratch, you know, like yeah, yeah. she's the one that does have like the beans that you boil and you yeah, know, yeah. do like canned stuff. Like you, you have to make it when you're there. Yeah, Mike's a bit that way. He's like, if you didn't make the ingredients that went into the dish, are you even really cooking? Like, right. you know, and yeah. then so and he will spend hours and I benefit greatly from it. You know, we have a great yeah. connection to food. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell. Yes, you do. <laughs> I have been there. You have a great connection to food. Yeah. And I yeah. think this is how can you do connection? So I was thinking of, you know, when is the last time you made something Um even just a banana loaf or a zucchini loaf. And then when is the last time you took it to somebody and gave right. it to them or right. a plate of cookies or something or brought something to the office that wasn't made from a store, that it was something that you made. That's one way to connect. I think having people over for even just a cup of coffee or tea, don't, don't go to restaurants or don't go to try, try and yeah, do a different thing. In their homes. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's so funny when I first moved to Toronto, I, I had a house for a short time because I had a couple of dogs here and like the neighbor came over with a banana uh, chocolate chip loaf, which one of my dogs ate the whole thing actually. Well, <laughs> I, I used to have a dog that behaved amazingly and I thought that these two dogs were the same, but they were not. And anyway, <laughs> but I remember thinking at the time I was completely shocked. I'm like, Oh, how bizarre that she would do that. You know, right? yes, I grew up in a small community where that was, you know, the no. norm you would, you would, that was always the way you would go visit someone, you would bring them some fresh baked goods, you know, as you, the potlucks at church, you know, everybody bringing something they made, you know, nobody went to the store to buy cupcakes to bring to a potluck, you know? No, no. Like it was always great when they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the other thing is too, is that meeting people in a park just for a picnic. Yes. You know? Finding small little things that you can do, you know, uh, I think is really, really great. Uh, my, I'm actually going to, my husband and I are renting a camper trailer and we're going to go camping with my sister. Yeah, They're going to come amazing. up and yeah, yeah we're going to do 10 days of doing that. You know, I'm going to Ireland and connecting with my daughter. I'm, you know, connecting with other people and, you know, I'm just thinking you don't have to do big, expensive things like that. But I mean, you could do small things just like if you know somebody's not feeling well, you know, make some chicken soup. <laughs> yeah. You know what we've started doing, which I love. So Mike and I will play Yahtzee together or Euchre or something, you know. Mm -hmm. And when Dan came, there was a Chinese card game called ID which we used to play as a band, we were obsessed with it. Like any spare minute we had in the studio where mm -hmm. we weren't required to be recording, you know, we would just have as many hands as we could. We were just, and I had forgotten how to play it. It had been so long and Dan was here and I'm like, dude, please, can you teach us Chode ID? And so we did, we played a few hands with Dan. And then last night a friend was just, he's like, oh, I feel like going out to a pub. And I'm like, 
well, I said, you know, we're probably not up for that, but do you want to come round? You know, so he came round and we had some food and drinks and we played Chode ID. We had a best night game nights, I think, are yeah. great. You know, who does that anymore? You know? Well, I started that over a year, a year ago um, nice. with some friends. So every week we go to their house or they come to our house and we switch on and off. And yeah. we used to do um, where we would just, gorge ourselves while we were playing and then we finally said no more eating no more eating we're just here to play cards we can have a drink but no more eating no more gorging ourselves and every once in a while we'll say hey why don't you come over and we'll have dinner beforehand but it it that part of being able to talk while you're playing a game like sometimes we really do get into some beautiful discussions just yes. playing games yes and connection and i think um, I'm we you and I were very fortunate to grow up in church in that realm in that in aspect. That, yeah, that in that aspect we did have a lot of connection with people and I think we've lost a lot of that and people connect in 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 football or baseball or any kind yeah. of sports you know they connect in that way um, but I think there's all kinds of connections. And so maybe you could examine your life and be able to say, where can I reclaim some things? And, you know, he, even the guy that did the first TikTok that we talked about, sorry, that we're kind of jumping all over, but, um, he talked about, you know, you eating an ice cream cone, but, you know, you probably have ate lots of ice cream cones, but when you buy a child an ice cream cone, you get to connect with what that felt like as a child. Yes, that was another really great thing is when you do others things that you loved as a child, um, you do reconnect with your childhood, you do. And I also think, you know, um, just this whole idea of pausing and slowing down, you know, again, we managed to do it (laughs) during COVID, you know. And um, a lot of people obviously had no desire to go back to the way life was before, you know, and we're still seeing that there's been some big shifts, you know, and, um, and I think if you're kept so occupied and busy, whether you're on your phone or you're working or whatever you're doing, um, you know, you don't have when you slow down, you know, that's when you really notice things. That's when you can really connect. You can really reflect on things. And it's, I mean, I've talked about it a lot in these podcasts about, you know, creating space for yourself. And I think, you know, that's a, that's a key thing is that all of these insights and things that we're having in order to implement them, you have to pause and slow down and, you know, just, understand what that feels like or what it would feel like to implement connection in your life. What would you do? Like exactly that. What would you do? What would be important to you? What are the things that you miss doing that you can still do? You know? And this right here is a teachable moment because even you and I doing podcasts is a connection of reclaiming ourselves when we were kids. And, you know, I'm super grateful for you. I'm really, I'm really thankful that we're doing this. And, you know, I know it started out maybe just as a tool to get things out, but I think one of the best highlight parts of it is just being able to talk with you each week. Seriously. Honestly, it is. And um, yeah. I am so grateful for you as well. I, for me, there's a, um, there's the reminiscing of our childhood, which we yeah. like, 
the fact that we shared a very similar experience um, yeah. and how it's shaped us as adults, we have a very unique connection. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't share that with, I don't think anyone else. Right. Yeah. And, um, um, and every time we talk and, and we have some of these topics, you know, each week I find myself um, reflecting on some of the things that we've said. And um, it's definitely making changes in my life, just having this yeah. connection and talking about these things. And I hope it is for others who are listening yeah. um, as well. But yeah, I, I just, it's become like a weekly, uh, I really look sure. forward to it. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I think these things are really, really good. So do something different. Go to a concert, yeah. take some concert, friends, play a card game. game. Yeah. Do something different. Find a way to build connection. Cause I will tell you those things inside of you are not gone. They're just no. wanting to reconnect. And so you don't want to do busy things. I'm not talking about busyness. I'm just no. talking about reclaiming some things uh, that really were good in our past that um, may have a deeper meaning today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I love this. I love it. Well, you have a lovely weekend. You too. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Elevated Insights. If you are interested in working with Angie Tomlinson, go to our website at angietomlinson.com. Here you can book a call, join her free webinar, or find out more information about the services that Angie provides. 